Diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up this No, 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 no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, suck no, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania, and alongside is a man who got dumped on his head in Saudi Arabia, but is so jacked, and he's got huge traps, so he's fine. JC. It's crazy that um, at in at Elimination Chamber, there was uh, someone who was put in concussion protocol, but it was not Mad Cat Moss, uh, so we'll get to that later. But Nestlemania, uh, I'm curious your take on Elimination Chamber. I thought overall it was a fine show. I didn't see it live. I watched some of it... Uh, late at night and then finished it Sunday morning. But uh, my first question is, A, did you like the show? And B, what was your favorite match on the show? Because I'm curious. I did like the show. If I had to grade it from 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, of course, I would put it at a 6. Okay. I think that's a fair assessment. I think it was good. Could have been better. Uh, I thought the main event was a lot of fun in terms of, like, what the hell am I watching? There were a lot of good parts to it. But for some reason for me... It wasn't the best match on the card. And for some reason, I don't know why I like this match the most. I can't put my finger on it, but it was the women's elimination chamber. Boom! We agree. I See, I was curious because I was watching this, and I had seen everyone's thing, and obviously, like, I had an idea what happened in the main event. And so the way I was kind of thinking, I was expecting to actually fight about this because I thought you would dump on the women's chamber match. But I absolutely, I was watching that, and I, I, I was watching, I'm like, this is really good. And as we went throughout the night, I'm like, that's definitely the best women's chamber like they've ever done for sure. So I was happy about that. But then I realized I'm like that raw women's division. So actually they've done a good job with all them, but that was my favorite match. Cause I was like, I feel like a lot of people are going to lean with the men's, but for me, I only really liked the Lesnar theory part. Everything before that was just kind of like nothing really happened. Whereas the women's was consistently good throughout. So, wow, I'm surprised we agree on this. I was expecting a little bit of a fight here. Well, look, I, I, I every once in a while we agree on something and that's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is, but I, I will say this much. Like I tend to agree with you on a lot of things like Goldberg and Lay and Reigns had to happen the way it happened. And I was surprised it was fine. He, he tapped them out. <laughs> it was it was literally like for anybody that's upset. It's like, what else could he possibly have done? It is what it is. Um, like I said, Bianca winning, that was a foregone conclusion. We kind of understood that. I kind of chuckled, and I know someone's going to give me shit for it. Like, seeing Ronda show up with no makeup and the gi, like, made me feel like she just got off, like, literally in her bathrobe off the couch onto a private jet and then did her thing. Which, again, the, the hand behind the back thing really bothered me because I felt like we already knew she was a badass. But I don't think that visually really made a difference for me to make me feel like, oh, like, She's a one-woman arm, you know, kicking machine, and she can do anything. Like, we already know that, but I don't think that that translated very well. And I think the reason I'm not harping on it, I would just say Ronda Rousey is rusty, right? So putting her in a a disadvantage like this didn't do her any favors, in my opinion. 
So my thing with this match is, I mean, I feel like they just kind of booked Rousey to book Rousey and they wanted Rousey and Charlotte involved. But to me, like this is all about Naomi and Naomi, once again, like she's continuing to really shine. And it's really like, I know a lot of people like looking at all these singles matches and be like, oh, which one can we make a triple threat? Honestly, to me, I think the only one that should be touched, if any, would be somehow Naomi getting herself in the Charlotte Rousey match, which I don't think they're going to do. Because to do that with the Ronda match again, I think, I, I don't know, I don't agree with it, but I think that's the one that you do. Because I think Naomi's momentum is good. She's performing at a very high level right now. She's obviously, she's usually over like crazy. She's really over right now. But to me, that's what it came down to. I thought I thought Naomi looked great again, and it was just kind of like, we're going to put Ronda out there, and it's just kind of a whatever. We're going to mix these two feuds we have going on SmackDown because they're both probably going to be WrestleMania matches anyways. But um, but that, this one, to me, obviously, is probably the low point of the card, but I don't think that's a negative because I don't think this is terrible. We knew what this was going to be. One of the women had their arms tied behind their back. But I will say, you mentioned like Rousey's outfit. I actually didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of cool to see her like that because I know people always make fun of the eye makeup. But I thought the women's outfits in general throughout the whole night, like they, they didn't have to wear the T-shirts, I believe, for the first time. I thought they were all very well done. Obviously, you know, mine. Liv's attire, super hot fire, going with the Britney was incredible. But uh, Bianca made her own; it looked great. Naomi's looked great. Like all the all the women's in the chamber, I thought were perfect. Like Ripley in the all black was badass, and obviously Mickey just got to wear her like regular attire. So yeah, of course, her. yeah. <laughs> but I thought I thought that was a cool thing because we talk about with this event in terms of women, like with the progress. It's every time there's a little more progress. So I think that's a cool thing. Yeah. I just, I Rhea's outfit did something for me. I, I it did something below my knees I, or above my waist or whatever, whatever. I can't say it right below my above waist, above your waist. Sorry. They've got, your tummy, Man, on a got my a tummy in a tizzle. I'm trying to keep it PG. No, it, it, it did something for me. That, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, hand check for Jesus. Anyway. So, uh, you know, that's great. That's wonderful. But, uh, then we get to the next match, which, in theory, shouldn't have really even been a match. And at least they answered my question if it was a Falls Count Anywhere match. Why was Baron Corbin not beating the shit out of him right out of the bell? They did that, so at least there's some wrestling logic there. Thank God. Otherwise, I would have been ripping this one to pieces. Anything with Corbin always has logic. Because that man is fucking logical. But I, like, we already love Madcap, but Jesus great. Christ. Like, <laughs> Poor guy. Like that was, that was, a, that uh, he's taken that move before. So I don't know what kind of Freud, like, I don't know if he got concussed before. I think it, I th no, I think it's just one of those things. Like with that type of move, you see it, like the momentum, it's so hard to control. And especially when these guys are going full speed, like, like Drew, like is obviously strong. And then with Madcap, you're trying to like flip. I think it's just one of those things. He just got a little too much momentum and doink. So I'm glad he's okay because I mean, Madcap's awesome right now. I I fully expect to see six months from down the line something like it has to be residual from this. There's no way. There's just no way. There's just something like that. Like you, you get very lucky. Like shows, you know. Hey, there there are some people that I mean, as someone who watches a lot of UFC, there are some people who can take stuff like that and like yeah, maybe like. 30, 40 years down the line, they're obviously going to have issues, which they're going to have in general. But there are some guys that they're just they're just built different, WrestleMania, as the kids would say. And Madcap, he might just be built different. I mean, we're talking about the legend of Raw Underground here. This guy's a fucking badass. Yeah, he is. Riddy Mo. I love, I, Riddy I, I love I, I've always loved this guy, and I love that. I mean, the internet loves to shit on him when they like people try to label him a future star, which I think he is. He's a guy that they've been developing as one because he's talented. He's uh, clearly like in the ring. He's such an athlete. Um, so like he's someone they should invest in. But people being like making fun of him. It's like, dude, 
you don't get wrestling if that if that's the shit you're going for. Like it just you don't get it. It's okay. I just I could not believe when I I I cringe at a lot of things anyway because I just know how it hurts. Yeah. But like when I saw that, all I could think about was he got right back up. Yeah. He like like a stud too. Like not like not even like you been concussing when I finished the play. Like I mean like you could see Corbin being like, dude, slow down, like, <laughs> slow down. And then McIntyre was just like, oh. All right, you're fine. And then hey, like, they had a hell of a match too. Did. I really enjoyed this I think, match. I think as as far as that point happened, the after that point, that match was off the charts. Like you just yeah. you sit there and you're like, well, this is just a foregone conclusion. Nobody cares about a falls kind anywhere match because you can't tell the difference between that and a no DQ or a street fight. But then you get into the, the crux of it being like, this guy just got dropped on his dome and he's he's just stud. So yeah. like we people giving shit to him, just stop because I mean. You have to respect the fact that he kept going. Well, some general. people, it's, it's kind of like we saw back in the day with like when you get a gimmick like this or the shorty G, people can't get past the name. But let me just say this to you. I was thinking about this this morning when I was thinking about Madcap and like in wrestling in general, like you look at all your top stars. They all had some weird gimmick at some point. That's part of it because it's not about in that moment. It's like kind of making you remember them. And it's something from the build off of become a bigger star. That's why I really... I'm loving that what they're doing with the NXT right now with these over-the-top gimmicks because it's just putting these people out there, making you think about them, and then once they get established, think of it. All the WWE stars that are established who are kind of like their own characters now, they all had gimmicks at some point, and it's just it's, it's a stepping stone. It's part of the process. So, you know, Madcap's not going to be called Madcap Moss forever. He'll probably just become Moss someday. But for now, it's working with, with he's paired with Corbin. He's in a big spot. He's having big pay-per-view matches with freaking Drew McIntyre, one of their top babyface stars. So there's no reason to hate it. But my next question, WrestleMania, because we're getting to another singles match after this. What was your favorite singles match on the card? Because I think it has to be this one or the one after it. I don't know what the one after it would be. Becky Lita. So I thought that Madcap and Drew McIntyre made me more interested. Like in in the match made me more interested. Like I was invested any anyway because I'm a fan. Excuse me. But then after that, the dome piece, and then I was like, I was in. I was hooked. Becky and Lita, here's the thing, right? You know how much I was riding on this being like just absolute dog shit. And in my opinion, some of the athleticism was like two left feet stumbling, bumbling, fumbling. However, Lita surprised me with more moves than I've ever seen her do, right? So if anything, this matchup was good, and I'm wrong, but it's not because of Becky. I'm wrong because Lita showed up, (laughs) and Lita showed out. Because Lita did more in that matchup than Becky Lynch did, and the crowd let Lita know by the end of that match that she deserved it. And that Lita had what was maybe her final match, we don't know, and probably a really good send-off because the crowd loved her. But I, here's the thing. You can t- you can sit here and I know Danny and our boy Guthrie are going to shit all over me for this, and that's fine. But there were points in this match where I was like, okay, I'm going to eat crow on Tuesday. That's fine. Because uh, that, that's just to be the honest thing here. But also, here's, and I need you to talk me into this, JC, and I know the screenwriter himself will give me some type of out here because he'll he'll tell me why I'm wrong. But for you as a fan, right? Lita is killing Becky towards the end of this matchup, right? She goes up to the top rope. She goes for a moonsault. She kicks out of the moonsault, I believe, and then gets up, hits a manhandle slam, and it's over. Like, to me, 
the equivalent of a moonsault is not a manhandle slam. Like the fact that the manhandle <coughs> slam is above a moonsault to finish this so, to me is stupid. I think that was what so, I, I wanted more of a lead up into the manhandle slam here. Like maybe a cheap move. Maybe she raked the eyes. Maybe she pulled the hair. Maybe she threw something. I, you know, anything to get that over. Be like, oh, she cheated because she had to. And here's a manhandle slam instead of just being like, I'm dominant. Fuck you. Well, so here, there's multiple things here because obviously I'm always the biggest critic of finishers that are shitty being finishes. Like when fucking The Rock would win with the people's elbow, fucking hated it. But it's something that's been part of wrestling established. And I'll say this about the manhandle slam. Since she's come back, that thing has been protected. That fucking move pinned Bianca Belair after like whatever it was, 36 seconds. So uh, if Lita's going to wrestle her for 10 minutes and Becky hits it kind of out of nowhere, then I'm... It's it's you know what to me they've they've established it even though I don't love the move I think it's a lame finish it's established like and that's that's part of it when we watch wrestling it's such, it's such a tough thing because there are some finishes like that we can be critical of because they don't look as good like Ambrose and Andrade were two that always had a lot of ire but and for me it's like the fucking it's the it's the people's elbow and shit like that but like that's part of wrestling lore that if they hit this finish and it's been protected which it has it's definitive so. I share your frustrations for sure, but at the same time, like it's a hard argument to make because it's literally just part of wrestling. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So it's I, I do agree with you, but I will say I was very curious how you were gonna spin this because this match was really good. I was shocked too because I was shitting on too. I had no interest in this match, but I saw people say it was good, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm watching. I'm like, wow, this is good. And like you said, Lita's doing things I've never seen her do. But I will say this, Nestlemania. I'm willing to say I've been a little harsh on Becky because I've always been a Becky defender up until recently. I think it's probably just because I just think she got too big for her britches, but I always think Becky's been good. And I think it's at this point now where, yeah, her character works kind of still frustrating me because she just is all over the place and she's a little annoying, which she is a heel. So I guess she should be a little annoying to me, but I don't know, man. I'm not going to discredit her wrestling in this match because she's in there with a woman who hasn't wrestled much at all recently. And yeah, like Lita definitely put in the work and looked good. But I mean, Becky's a part of that. So I'm willing to give her the credit. I, but I was curious how you were going to do it. But no, I, you know what? Uh, honestly, I'm, ha I'm glad this happened because, and we're going to probably talk about this later, but it makes me even more excited for Becky and Bianca because I'm not as worried about Becky anymore. Because I sure as hell ain't worried about Bianca, who's a fucking stud. I know that match is going to be awesome because of her, but if Becky's bringing it too, uh-huh, 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 that's going to be a fucking show. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it at all. But I just, there's something about it where I just, and like I said- You're I, a Becky hater. It's no, okay. no, 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 no. You're a man hater. Here's You're the thing. Men. No, I'll, I'll be, look, I'll be completely honest with you. I will, uh, 100%. I yesterday finished the Stone Cold Steve Austin sessions with Becky Lynch, and I watched it, and it made me more of a fan of her in terms of like the human being, because I think oh, the human being's she's, awesome. She's she's, she's awesome. Second she's to none. Awesome. She's wonderful. But again, like I said last week, you have to when you get to the status that she's at, you grade differently. It's not fair, I agree. I agree. but you I do, do grade too. differently. And so I, if you're gonna tell me that Be if you, if I have to hear people on Twitter tell me how great Becky Lynch is, that's fine. But I'm going to grade her harder than. Madcap Moss or a, or a Dewdrop or a Nikki Ash or a, Dom, a Dominic Mysterio. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go out of my way to say, okay, the magnifying glass is up here. And here's the other thing, too, and we can talk about it later. But as we get into, like, the six weeks of mania, I'm going to get fatigued. <clears throat> 
a lot of we'll these stories. We'll get there. We'll all get there. We'll all these storylines. This we'll is. Get there. I'm. I'm nervous. We'll I'm nervous for there. all this shit. Honest to God. We'll get there. So we'll let's move there. on. We get in. So the Usos made a trip over uh, and had zero <laughs> things happen for the Viking Raiders. Hey, they walked out with Roman Reigns, and then they got to beat up the Viking Raiders. That's a good day at the office. They didn't even have to wrestle. They're getting fucking paid, man. I'm for the Viking Raiders. Like you got paid to get beat up. Didn't even have to wrestle. That to me is just like, why? Just why? Because you have six weeks to WrestleMania, and if this isn't the WrestleMania match, it's something to lead to a multi-man tag match. You know what I mean? It just Woof. this this was just like one of those things. Because I mean, we talk about this division. The Usos and New Day have been fighting for like six months, so oh, you're assuming it's probably going to be like a triple threat or something. So it's just like you're kicking the can down the road. This is the one where they're just kicking the can down the road. I know. I just I would have preferred it to not even be on the good. Anyway, we get to the final part of uh, Elimination Chamber here with, of course, Brock Lesnar defeating Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Riddle, and Seth freaking Rollins. 14 minutes, 55 seconds. I was surprised. I didn't know what was going on with Lashley. Obviously, they've put out a, a statement there saying that clearly he is he is hurt. Well, we I mean, when he won the title, like remember, like when we were watching, we're like, he's hurt. He, I don't think he's wrestled since he won the title. He's only done promos. So and yeah, we find out he needs surgery. They're, uh, they're selling it as a concussion, but it's sure the timeline says he's going to miss mania. So I believe it. But obviously, like uh, we'll get to with Monday that or later in the show there like advertising him for a match with Brock Lesnar, but they've been advertising that for a while. So, but yeah, I thought this was a, a creative way to get Lashley out of the match. Um, so I didn't hate it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it protects him for sure. I just, I, I'm so curious to see why they didn't try to interject a KO to like, just run in the cage or something. You know what I mean? Like while the door was open, you know, like they could have done something. Think, so I will say this is cause I don't think KO is, interested in going to Saudi. I don't think he's gone any of them. I think I don't think he's aligned as far as Sammy has, but he's definitely I've seen things in the past him on Twitter posting about not really. So I think that's why cuz I think honestly he would have been in the chamber if he was willing to go. Mm-hmm. So That's a fair assessment. But anyway, they kind of like did nothing in terms of like what was going on there for a while and then Brock Lesnar apparently breaks out of the cage early. Like a fucking animal. When Lashley was supposed to come in, he comes yeah. out and he eliminates everyone. And he's just flying pizza the fuck out of everybody. Yep. And then, of course, the big kaboom at the end, which, you know, I just... We, MVP we, Austin Theory, once again with Lesnar. Yeah, and Fight I, forever. Here's, Austin he, Theory and Brock Lesnar, that should be the main he, event. Here's the thing that I know. Like, Seth Rollins against Brock Lesnar, we've seen it. Nobody's, he's not afraid of him. AJ Styles did it, not afraid of him, right? We know Riddle wants to. We know Lashley can't. Like, everybody in this chamber is either faced Brock Lesnar or ain't afraid to. The only question mark I had going into this was, is Austin Theory even going to remotely not shit his pants? But he did not. I mean, he showed out, and I was just like, I know he'll never beat Brock Lesnar probably in his lifetime. Doesn't have to. Doesn't have to. But just being able to physically give him the nut shot, run away, get up top, and then get thrown like a pizza, you know? Just like, man, I was just like, this kid, even though he's like what twenty five, maybe I mean he's. No, I don't even know if he's that old. He's honestly, he's so young. But I just all I could think <clears throat> about was that is the quintessential as we talk about maximizing your minutes. Like that is just he made a moment for himself in general. You know, like I will remember that flying pizza for a very long 24. time. Twenty four. But I mean, you. But seriously, like even in a loss, like that's how you win. Even in a loss, yeah, like, no, like, like it's just like we talked about this last week with the the segment on on uh, Monday. Austin Theory stole the show with Lesnar, and you can tell like Lesnar loves this kind of stuff when he gets a young athletic guy like 
that's why, like, I was just saying for the Ricochet thing, he loved doing the Balor thing. It's like, there's just, like, for some reason, those guys with Lesnar, it's fucking magic. We know they're not going to beat them, but it's just fucking magic because Brock can show off his strength. And these guys can fucking sell it for him. And like you said, I love that they gave him the nut shot. I thought that was great because it was a little bit of something for theory. And like Brock chasing him up the cage. Like this is shit you'd never think you'd see Brock Lesnar do. Brock Lesnar is fucking on another level right now, man. Just absolute blast. As annoying as, as much as I didn't want him to have the title and do a title for title at Mania, man. It's just like anything Brock touches right now is fucking gold. Not even gold. It's platinum. Platinum, baby. We're going platinum. platinum. Go platinum. Stud. So, 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 so you, I gave it a zero to, or one to ten. What was your thought on this entire thing? I give it a seven because I really liked the chamber matches. I thought the chamber matches were a blast. I thought for the most part the show was predictable, so that's probably why it isn't like whatever. There was nothing that really like, oh my god. But I mean, like I said, Becky and Lita was very good. Um, Madcap and Drew was very good. Um, so I thought overall it was a, it was a really real. I thought it was a, a solid card. I had fun. I had fun. Fair enough. All right, let's get into the regular part of the show. It is time for the shine. Always in the shine. Uh, but no, look, I there's a lot to talk about here. I'm curious where you'd like to start off. Well, I mean, it was spoiled, but I don't care. Sami Zayn winning the IC title. Hallelujah! The worst intercontinental championship reign in the history of the world. Maybe the worst title reign of all time is over. Nakamura, see ya! Sami Zayn gets back. Conspiracy, still ongoing, but... You know, at least got a little bit back here, but Sami Zayn's a stud, man. He now has that Intercontinental Championship. I think for the rest of time, the Intercontinental Championship should be on Sami Zayn or The Miz. Um, Sheamus can get it for a brief time if he wants to, but those two guys elevate it like no one else. They are the perfect mid-card champions, but I'm happy it's back on Sami Zayn. We love Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's going to be all over our televisions every week no matter what, so have that title with him. Obviously him and Nakamura. Both very good wrestlers, so a very good match. But yeah, I'm thrilled. Sami Zayn wins the IC title. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's like six months too late, but we're excited. You know, it's like all right, whatever. Let's move on to something better. If like I said, Knoxville is where we're going for WrestleMania. For the love of God, please. Fine please. with it. Fine with Just it. Just don't like, do the there's, change. There's 20 matches in WrestleMania. You know what? If I have a, a Logan Paul match and a Knoxville match, one each night, fine with me. Bad Bunny was the best match in the show. Was well, the second best match in the show last year? So true. Um, very true. Let's let's try it. Yeah, I mean. People that are athletic uh, entertainers can do it, so we'll, we'll yep. see what happens. I don't know about Johnny Knoxville being athletic, but he'll, he's a big kaboom, yeah. so let's see what happens. It's, something will happen. Absolutely. Uh, so, look, there's not a lot that I will, I just want to say, because we're not really going to talk a lot about SmackDown in general, so I feel like this is a good point to kind of, like, do my general sweeping here of, of uh, cleaning the streets. Well, Ricochet beat Sheamus WrestleMania. That was big for your boy here, because, as I say, when those two meet, it's automatically match of the week. I mean, this week they had some competition, but Ricochet got the win, baby. And But the hit, this is the big thing. I'm curious your take here. Sheamus got mad at Ridge after the match. They heard he breaking him up? I don't think so. I think I think uh, it's one of those, you know, learn from me and then he got embarrassed kind of things and he's going to probably hurt yeah. him. And some people just, they get hit and they're like, oh yeah, I should have learned. I should have learned. But the other thing too is that the, the Donnybrook alley needs to be a fucking t-shirt. Like I just... When I heard him say Donnie Brook, I'm like, is he trying to do Jabroni, Jabroni Lane and like SmackDown Hotel? Like, what is he trying to do? But I just, I love Sheamus. Can't get enough of it. I think he's, he's, he's found his groove in like not being the center of attention, but still being able to have these really great matches. He's a great villain on the mid card right now. Yeah. And Ricochet's a great face on the mid card. So just let him wrestle. I'd watch that every week, honestly. I, I mean, really would. you need to. Some... I wouldn't complain. Yeah. There's, well. there's, there's two reruns this week that I wouldn't complain about. It's this one and then. 
uh, Bianca and Dewdrop, if they want to wrestle for the next six weeks, every single week, I don't care. I could watch Bianca do that KOD to her all fucking day. It is so fucking cool. Someone did a little uh, meme that had uh, Bianca doing the KOD to Dewdrop greater than Hogan and uh, Andre. Oh, I Jesus fucking, Christ. fucking loved it. I fucking loved it because all, all, of course all the olds come in and get mad, but it's like it's obviously going for a troll. But I thought it was great because you know what? Those two, their chemistry is insane. Yeah, no, I I totally understand that. I I get that, yeah. but you know, I I don't. I, we'll just move on. Whatever. Hey, no stopping me! No, he got an entrance at WrestleMania, and like Guthrie said on Twitter, our boy Guthrie, it wasn't a commercial-free hour. They actually gave Shelton Benjamin a televised entrance. He had a singles match against the United States champion. I enjoyed it. I don't know if it was a jobber lord. It was it not. Close. It was not. Yeah, it was three forty-five. Three forty-five. Boom, baby. Shelton ain't no jobber. He's a stud. Priest gets the win as he should. Um, the one thing that does interest me a lot, and this is kind of like a theme of Raw, is they have so many of their stud single stars, and we don't know who's fighting who really yet, especially since the championship isn't really going to be up for grabs. But you have just a ton of guys, um, and Priest is one of them. Like, what's going to be the U.S. title match? So I think it's kind of cool that we're six weeks out, and it's all kind of murky because it leaves a lot of possibilities. Yeah, I think we can get more into it in the heat because I think I'm ready to vomit on some of this stuff. But the yeah. six weeks out is is a as a fan is just like this is going to be rough for me. All right, well we'll transition here because you know what? Fuck your couch, Nestlemania. I am hyped for Bianca and Becky. Um, just I honestly this I I understand. I saw like your tweet, and I understand why we're going to transition to the heat here because six week of Becky being annoying. I agree, probably going to be tough. But you know what, Nestlemania? This might be the best match. Uh, this match and then Reigns uh, Lesnar, like the stories for these two matches are incredible. I agree with a lot of the internet. I think Bianca and Becky should main event over Charlotte Rousey. This is the better story. It has maybe, honestly, I've been thinking about this because I always try to do this because obviously every, like favorites are cyclical. Bianca Belair has been like my favorite wrestler for over a year. Like she's just so fucking likable. And you know me, like I'm a big, I love the heels. I love the guys that like aren't as cool that people like kind of shit on. But Bianca, for some reason, she's just so fucking likable. I like it, like her promo, and uh, uh-uh, like I, I could listen to her fucking all day. Her and Becky, like I am curious what they're gonna do if we're gonna have contract signings or whatever. But I, I know what I'm hyped for this match. I don't care. I'm willing to put up with the shit. We did it with Bianca and Sasha last year. It got announced so early because of the Rumble, and then we were just kind of like weeks and weeks of just not great stuff. But what do we say all on WrestleMania? We're gonna get to the match, and it's gonna steal the show. It was one of the matches of the year. Yada yada. This one, it's in the same ilk for me. I'm ready to suffer because I know the payoff's going to be fine. But you know what? I'm hyped for it. But uh, I'll give you the floor now because I know you want to go to the heat. <laughs> well, did you have any else positive stuff that you wanted to talk about? No, okay. God, no. Uh, I didn't think so. All right, so get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Look, I love the idea of Becky uh, you know, doing something at WrestleMania that's big. I get that. I love the idea of Belair getting her moment. I think that's great. But there's something about the six weeks of this that is going to be tiresome for me. And my boy Atley Green on Twitter made a joke with me. He's like, the contract signing and the tag team matches and the matches where they get to pick each other's opponents on Raw. And all so these- it sounds like they have plenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> or the real wild card is they become women's tag team champions to lead up to this. Like the whole fucking, oh God. you know what I mean? I don't know if they have that kind of time. Necessarily. But you know what I mean? Like the, the, the hard part for me is, and again, you can always sell me on it, and that's fine. I, I understand that. And I know somebody smarter than me has a better idea, and I understand that. But as, as a viewer, you're reminding me 
six weeks. Like you keep saying six weeks, six weeks. It's the same. Like next, obviously, is five and so on. But if you look at it this way, JC, right? The story is from six to ten months ago, right? Like, yeah, that's it, why it's so great. Right, that's no, no, no. So many as it, should be. But it's great. But here's the thing, like, on, and here's the thing. And again, I, I open this up to anybody that's listening here or on Twitter or whatever you want to, you know, do. If, Get them, boys and girls. Yeah, you. If you think you know, write it down. Shut. Put. Put in six different. Do six different tweets. Grab I don't care. Grab a pen and pad. Write them down. Give me six weeks or five weeks of actual stuff that I won't go and just sit there and vomit over. Because honestly, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, unless, like maybe, just maybe, and this is the only thing I could think of, right? That either Becky Lynch loses a match or Bianca loses another match by 26 seconds on account of them doing Bianca, something. Bianca ain't losing before. Right, but here, so here's, but that. this is the handcuffing that you do with a baby face. It's so hard. Because now it's like, we know the contract signing's coming. We get that. We get, like, if she doesn't get her hands on Becky, that's fine. Like, I would prefer that. But I don't know if we can get six weeks or five weeks in where it's just no touching. You know what I mean? So. All right. Well, let me let me break it down for you like this. Because I think the big thing with WrestleMania, and we see this every year, they obviously, you need the big matches out early. So we have the big men's match. We have the two big women's matches. Those are, right, without the second world title match, those are the top, those are the big three. They get those out early. We know them. And now, like, the lead up, like, yeah, it's, there's not a lot to do. They're already done. But, so I do think you're going to have, like, they're, obviously they're going to be around. It's going to be a lot of promos, which can be exhausting. But it is what it is. But to me, like, I think we're also going to see is there's so many matches on WrestleMania, and especially looking at Raw, there's so much work to do with the rest of the card that, yeah, these two are going to be on TV every week, but last night was the big important segment. I think next week it'll be something smaller. Maybe the week after that or the week after that, you have the contract signing mixed in because it will get a couple more big spots. But I think for the most part, it's going to be a lot of recaps. It's going to be a lot of like promos. Maybe they do. They're going to do like the sit down or the the side by side interviews and the boxes or like stuff like that. Like, but I wouldn't like that's how I would do it. I would just like more package it up because think about it. Like when you're looking at like big fights, it's like a lot of the times they're months out. So it's just like do the sit down interviews, do this. And is it the best? And do I fast forward them sometimes? Sure. But it's more creative than like the, the 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 stuff that you're expecting. So yeah, I mean, obviously, like when you have these bag matches, not everyone is blessed of having fucking Paul Heyman to give you six weeks of promos, and it doesn't matter. You know, these two women are just gonna stand out there on their own and be creative. But um, I do, I I do think it's gonna not be the the big segment it was on sure. Monday. You know what I mean? Because I think that was the important one. Because Bianca got her shit back. She won the elimination chamber. So that was, she did need to come out, have that big promo, have Becky come out and be fucking annoying. But I will say someone posted this link on Twitter. I saw it this morning, um, which um, we'll get when we talk about edge, I can say why I was like, we well, had to watch some things on Twitter. Um, but they, uh, it was the segment before the Royal rumble when Bianca was talking about how she was going to win the Royal rumble. And she said, I'm going to be made eventing WrestleMania. And Becky didn't have a mic, but she immediately went with me and Dewdrop like rolled her eyes. But it was just, it's just kind of cool. Like the little things I'm just like, they always lay breadcrumbs, and obviously we knew this is kind of where it was headed, but it's just like there are little things that Becky does well, and something like that. I appreciate it. So, you know what? WrestleMania, I'm willing to give this more of a chance. If they come out with a contract sign the next week and then the oddball tag team the week after that, we can shit on it. But I just – I think sometimes that uh, – I think you're getting putting the carriage above the horse here. So let's let it play out. Just calm me down. There's plenty of things to get mad about. I don't think we're there with this yet. Okay, that's fine. But I will say this much. Here's the thing that I'm, I'm, I, and again, you can, you can be Mr. Sunshine. 
Go ahead. I hey, don't care. I, this this is the match I'm most hyped for. That's fine. That's fine. I want it. I want this match so bad. This is since SummerSlam, something that I've sure. wanted. Even if fucking Bianca loses, I still want it because I want to see what's going to happen. I want to see how they're going to do okay. it. Okay. This is what we've wanted. It's okay. perfect. I think, here's what I think. I don't think this is going to main event any night. Probably not. It's probably Charlotte and Rousey. Yeah. And I think that it's Charlotte and Rousey night one and then, you know, Roman and, and Brock night two. But- when you say stuff like this should main event, this should main event. But for me, if it's and this is the part that I have where it's like you're balancing too many plates here. How can you be the main event and like not be in this every segment? Like I don't want them every week. Like because I don't. It's, want, already it's sold. hard. It's already sold. You think the Roman and Brock stuff is going to be over the top? No, it's going to be. It's going to be all like promos. It's not, you well, know they don't I mean? wrestle. They don't wrestle. That's the difference. Yeah, like, exactly. we know that. So but how is but Bianca, Bianca will wrestle every week, most likely. Yeah, almost so the time. She might not every week. Becky, Becky Lynch won't. won't wrestle. No. Becky yeah. won't. But it, Bianca I, will probably have a couple more matches. But that's like the thing. It's like you want, that's how most feuds are. It's like you're, obviously, Brock Lesnar is a different animal. But most times, like the babyface challenger is always wrestling because you want them to continue to show off and like beat people and get the crowd going. Because think about the people going to all these events, like, Bianca's like one of, one of their top people they want to see. That's like one of your top baby faces, period, men or women. So, yeah, like, of course, she's going to she's gonna have a couple matches mixed in. But, I mean, that's that's fine. That's part of it. So the other thing I, I just want to quickly say, and again, this could be a discussion point for later, but when I get to Mania every year now with the women, I think they did a disservice with the tag team division. But obviously, I feel like we're at a point where, like, as I'm watching AEW, like, I think they need a mid-card women's championship. I really do because I know you. I know there's two championships, and you can tell me that that it, you know it would muck it up in four championships. They already have, that's that's the like, problem. Is they already have too many, and that's so many. Think about it. The we we complain about a men's mid card title barely barely getting used. You think a women's mid card? They can't even get the women's tag titles on TV. Well, that's I because the, the maybe, women's tag team title scene doesn't well, that's exist. What I mean. it's, just, it's just it's not. Uh, it's it's not. I it's, I don't know. It's one of those things. Like, sure, could they do it? They already have a million championships, anyways, but. Man, like it's just like oof. if it replaces the twenty four seven title, fine. But yeah, you want to you want to get there since that's Let's a segue. Let's go there. This is your fucking fault. It is my fault. It is my fault. I take one hundred percent blame for everything that happens to the twenty four seven championship. I I when I went out there and I saw you know watching TV and, and and just going like oh shit here comes Reggie they're doing a thing they did the recap they brought Dana out he joked with the pin and I was like great don't be an asshole be an asshole you know like whatever and. Then he fucking let her win, and I see her like. No, he didn't let her win. Well, she he kissed him. He was so overcome that yes. she was like making out with him that yeah. he didn't want to stop. Well, he uh, well, he has a tomato, penis tomato, tomato. I That's mean, he what let a man her would win. Do. If the woman you're interested is in climbs on top of you and starts kissing you, you ain't kicking out of that. Listen, you're letting it happen. Well, if he saw the back of her head with her bad extensions and then came up looking like he yeah, got pied in the I, face like, with the I, makeup, like, I saw you tweet that before I watched this. Then I watched the segment, like thinking about it, and it didn't even dawn on me. How do you You're not dawn on it? And that's what the fuck you focused on? No, no, no. I, it didn't occur to me until she went down for the pin, and I saw oh these like God. fake hair extensions, like looking like she got velcroed in. Hey, it was here's weird. a spoiler alert. Any woman who does, takes pictures or is on TV, I famous know. likely has the hair extensions. I know. I'm just saying she doesn't need them. That's all. That's all. No, nobody needs them, but it's just that's part of it. It's just like when nonsense. You put on the makeup. It's nonsense. Like, it's for the cameras and everything. It makes it just. It I, looks. It just. It, all these things happen to Dana. That's you know what I mean. Like they don't well, happen to everybody else. Dana, 
you it's, know. it's unfortunate. It's Dana. She's, she's like the human botch. So what do you expect? So anyway, the kiss happens and all that stuff. And then, of course, you know, Tazawa and Tamina, you know, whatever. But like, all, that was <laughs> the only part. This. That was so bad, but I'd fucking laugh. Tazawa making a kissy yeah. face with Tamina's reaction. I fucking laughed, but I fucking hated this segment. What a waste of time. I, I, oh. I, I just. Uh, it's your fault. It is you my fault. This. You wanted more sex in 24-7. That's you true. You wanted 24-7 sex That's true. Listen, 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 listen. This is, I, I will stand up and take blame. Pile it on me. <laughs> it's fine. I just, I, <sighs> it's not good. It's none of it's good, but no. good God. He got his kiss and now I don't care. That's how you know that it sucks, right? Like I was excited and 17 weeks ago I was excited, I guess. But now I'm just at a point where I'm like, this is television. This is this is not even a palate. Like, you know what we joke about? This is a palate cleanse. This isn't for us. This is a get up and, and go pee kind of thing. This isn't even this. This is like, you you want the next segment to succeed so but much the, more. The problem with this is it was so bad that it wasn't even like in that middle where I could just fast forward it. I had to watch it because it was so bad, which is fucking annoying because that means I'm giving it credence, which means they're like, ha, ah, see, see, you had to watch it. You had to watch it. You couldn't look away. It was so bad. These motherfuckers are so fucking smart. If it was just mediocre, I could fast forward. I do that all the time. But this one was so fucking bad, I had to watch it. And I paid attention the whole time, WrestleMania. It's the worst. It's the worst. Because that means it's working. But it's the worst. Because it's so bad. Anything else that's got you very upset or bothered or anything like that? Uh, well, we had the ultimate rerun on Raw. Oh, no. <laughs> Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. wrestled for like the 30th week yeah, in a row. Yeah, but so, so, so hold on. So hold on. So Guthrie came out and so did Danny Grimwood. And they said the exact same thing that you're going to say here. But it's the same thing I want to say to you. Dewdrop and and Bianca had the same match. Almost the same good. match. No, I that understand. is good. This is not good television. But I'm tell- this listen. is ridiculous. Listen. Bianca and Dewdrop is good. Just like Ricochet Sheamus is good. This match, well, like, Rhea needs to move on. Rhea needs to move on. They don't have anything for her. They have nothing for her. figure it out. No. This division is so deep. No. feud with Liv, because guess what? Liv has nothing going on either. That makes no sense. People love Rhea. People love Liv. Doesn't make any sense. Let them wrestle. Give them a 15-minute match next week. It makes perfect sense. Just have a wrestling match. Here's the other thing. Here's three hours. Have two of your top stars. Have a wrestling match. Here's the other thing that you... Give them 15 minutes. Jesus Christ. Will you shut the fuck up? No. Listen. Here's the thing I'm trying to tell you. Rhea had a three-minute match. You guys are complaining about a three-minute job. Actually, it's probably less because yeah, I did that's job alert. Right, that's my point. If they gave this match like eight to ten minutes, maybe it would be good. No, you wouldn't. You would be, no, 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 no. You would be sitting here making it worse. Listen, no, no. Because if you do the same match every week and no. it's a job alert, what's the point? But you give them an eight-minute match, it gives them a chance to do no. something. Nope, nope. I, 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 I adamantly disagree with you on this because if they were eight minutes, you'd be saying they took up eight minutes of your time and it should if be better with somebody bad, else. No, 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 bad, no, 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 no. Nope. It's, nope. it's hard to have a good match in less than three minutes. It's hard to have a good match in general. Maybe it could. Maybe it could. What, you're saying, you're saying they stink? I don't think they stink. No, I'm not saying they stink. I'm saying it's hard for some people. put together a fine match. At any, let me ask you, at any point, during Rhea Ripley and and uh, Nikki Ash, have you ever been excited? Have you ever wanted to see the this first match? time? Really, the first time? Really, yeah, you really wanted to see that? Because I had a reason to. Nikki turned heel on her, and you knew that what was going to end up happening, though. You knew. Yeah, Rhea was going to win, but that's the point. The babyface gets the comeuppance. That's literally how wrestling works. Why do you even watch? 
You so know, why like are that, you watching Dewdrop and Bianca, even though it's the same result every time? Match. It's a good wrestling match because they, they give them time every time. And I, I get to see the fucking one of the best kabooms every time at the end of the match when Bianca fucking lifts her up and flips her. That's fucking impressive. No one else can do that. I will watch that every day because that is fucking You cool. know how you can save time That's, by not having that matchup? Because this kaboom's awesome. doesn't matter what happens before it because all you remember is the kaboom. If you have a kaboom at the end of the match, that's cool. All I gotta say is, look, you could have that. You could have the exact same argument with the dude drop. You and can't Rhea, though. Yes, it's, you can. No, it's not even the same thing. Rhea and Nikki is if a fucking dude, job wait, alert every week. Let me when ask you this: Bianca and Dude Drop have fought. They have real wrestling matches. If you like wrestling and you watch it, you'll be entertained because it's two superstars having a good wrestling match. Isn't that why you watch wrestling? Absolutely. To watch good wrestling I, I, listen, I listen to the stories then, too, but I like the story better personally but, you're, but you're it, dumb. here's you're the dumb. thing no 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 no! don't say that that that's rude that's dumb. just rude you're rude dumb you're rude dumb. you're rude Fine, dumbo thank Your you ears are growing well they that's because floppy. i shaved my head so it looks like floppy do my ears hang low yeah they do but do they wobble to and flow yes they do however i will say this much you could accomplish the exact same thing with dewdrop and of course bel-air in three minutes or less doing the flip-flop no, at the end and getting the entire situation get all the wrestling it's the same argument. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Ten match versus a three minute match. No, you're complaining about it because it's the same. Like, no, I'm complaining about it because it's the same thing every week. It's a three minute squash, not entertaining. Would, would so, you have been like, better if you do a squash? Squashes, if you do it once, it works. But if you do the same thing every week, it's like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? If you let them wrestle eight to ten minutes every week, that'd be better. I, I, I disagree with you 100% because I know you. Know, you. Show I know you. I know you and I know other people. They would complain if there was a Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley 8 to 10 minute match. You would. You would have complained the same way you're complaining right no, now. No, not like that. I would not complain the same as this because maybe it would be good. If it was a bad 8 to 10 minute match, sure. But, he, so, but so, I don't know. But see, I've never seen them wrestle 8 to 10 minutes. But here's I don't the thing. hope it'll be good. But they haven't given them the opportunity. The first match was. The first match was. Yeah, and I didn't complain about it. You're incorrigible. You really are. I mean, like, I just. I, I can't. I did not think that we were going to argue about this well, particular you, thing. For some reason, just like you, the things that you pick to be like, ah, I complain about everything, but not this. This is fine. What? what? It's three this minutes. It's oh. three minutes of my exactly. time. It's Who a cares? Waste. It's a waste. Make I, it meaningful. That's always my thing with it, Nestlemania. If it's going to be three minutes, make it meaningful. This isn't meaningful because it's done a thousand times. This isn't for me. I've, I'm looking at it going, oh, good. I got a breather here. Because honestly, when I watch this, I go, I don't care about this. Hit Great. the pause button and walk away then. I want everything I watch to be good or else the wait Well, the you're in a three-hour wrestling show. I That's know, not going to happen. I know what I'm dealing with. You know I'm... you're not going to get. You're lucky if you get the, the first hour. Not. But why should I lower my expectations? Because you're watching wrestling. You should lower no. your expectations. I want to be entertained. Bad things can entertain me all the time. Does I want making a kissing face entertain me, even though I hated it? I cannot believe we're arguing about this. I, I, I can't either. The, the the hills that you decide to plant your flag in, WrestleMania. Because I ain't scared of you. I ain't scared of you. Says the man that's on FaceTime. I mean, how, how, you if, we were in, if we were in person, we would be yelling I'll even drive. more. Are you 10 minutes away from me? I'll be right there. Here I come. I'm off today. What am I, I got two days left on my vacation. I'll come over there. I'll yell at your face. My children would be very upset with you. Exactly. That's why we do it on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've talked about this way too long. Way too long. All right. Is there any other negative things that we can both just glance by? I mean, by? do you have anything to say about Edge? Because so okay. here's the thing. Yeah. I was watching Ross, so you can go into the segment because you'll see why I can't really talk about it. Um, I was watching this. We had our Madden draft last night, so I didn't get to Raw till like 11 o'clock. I was doing great, cruising through, two and a half hours. 
Then Edge came out, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting there. I have this, then I have the main event, which I actually kind of want to see. Uh, Edge started talking, and I'm like, oh, boy. He's still talking. Hasn't made his point. The next thing I know, I woke up. It was 1.30 in the morning, and my uh, DVR was asking me to delete Raw. So uh, I fell asleep during the Edge promo, so fill me in. I clocked it because I'm me and have to make an argument here. So here, I just want to say to everybody else out there, you ask anybody else how much time you get for promos, you get two minutes backstage, two minutes or less, literally, for promos backstage, right? Out in the ring, obviously the superstars can get it, a longer, whatever. More than six minutes here, folks, where he couldn't just get to the goddamn point. Like, I, he said two words that everybody got boned up for, and it took him six and a half minutes to say, undeniable, which was a wink for somebody, and then he said phenomenal, which was a wink for well, somebody he, else. Oh, so he had four, because okay. he ended it with, he hinted at, he lived forever, he hinted at the end with Priest, he hinted at Balor, Rhodes and Styles. Okay, well, then I missed the other So this two. is why, remember when I said earlier I had to go on Twitter this morning to watch some stuff? Because I saw, like, the Edge tweets, and so I had to watch, like, the clips of the when sure. he said these things because I wasn't going to go back and try to watch it again. I'd probably fall asleep again. But he did. He, he had four, which, so, again, if he could have uh, compressed it a little bit, Edge, as we always say about Edge, it probably was a great promo. But I just, I mean, you're asking me to watch that at 1230 at night? I'm going to fall asleep every time. <laughs> I just, I know the matches are going to be incredible. Like, I just get it. I understand that. But it is, like, I don't know who gave him carte blanche to go out there and say, hey, I hey. mean, he's that. He's a Hall of Famer. I he's know. A, like, but He gets one of the biggest pops. He's one of the most over guys. The legend. But I, 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 I had a college professor say this to me a long time ago, and it's something to me in general. How to communicate to somebody? Do not say Metropolis when you can say City. Like, you just... You just, with brevity, you get your point across. The longer and less talk, if you're Damian Sandow. Well, that's fine, but he's saying things to upset me. That's his job. Exactly. That's fine. <laughs> but this one was like, he's like, WrestleMania needs me. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you had me up until that point when you're like, okay, so you're going to tell me WrestleMania needs you? Like, I tend to disagree <laughs> with that statement. Like, I get it. You're saying a line. But you had me. You had me with, like, the moments and what he did, and how amazing he is, and I've always been like, look, look, before he came back, I was an Edge guy, I loved Edge and Christian, I thought, I think they're hilarious, I think they're wonderful, they're tough, they're everything, like, to me, that's a great tag team, both individually amazing, wonderful people, but when he came back, all I went, good God, they're not even gonna give us the hits, they're just gonna let him go off, and they did, and well, just, well, I think like you, like me, you're waiting for him to a heel run. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. That's like, what I want with Edge. I've always wanted that with Edge. Like, like maybe face like whatever. I get it, nostalgia, but give I me a heel. Know. Same thing with CM Punk. It's like give me the fucking heel run already. Right. That's what I want. Yeah. Give me what I want. But I will say this before we move on: Who do you think he's going to face, and who do you want him to face? Go. AJ Styles better be the guy. I think that's where we're headed because both of them want it. And they're both older, so they don't have a lot of years left. So if you're going to make money, make money now. Don't leave money on the table. I would like. Now that Guthrie's in my head, uh -oh. I kind of like the idea of the Austin Theory win. I do too. But I don't, I don't see do that it. happening at all. I would, uh, I would, so from, Finn Balor too would be great, but I don't think that's, that's why, that's why I love those things. Cause I'm like, I could get behind Balor. Oh, I could get behind Edge Cody. That'd be a cool return thing. I could get behind, obviously, Styles. That's the one we've been talking about. I'd get behind Theory. Uh, Priest would be interesting. I never thought about it, but I'm like, hmm. I, I mean, why not? But, uh, God, gun to my head, I'd probably still go Styles, but I would be thrilled with Cody or Balor. So you'd be less enthusiastic about Priest, though? 
The most probably, but that's just because I Cody and Balor are two of my favorite wrestlers, and obviously AJ and uh, Edge is just that just seems like an iconic match. So it's nothing against Priest. It's just like Cody Priest, and Priest Balor is, are two of my top. 10 Priest favorites, isn't on so. that level yet. It's just that's the way it Not is. Not for me personally. Yeah, probably like in terms of prestige, obviously too, because these are former like world champions and then Cody. But right. I mean, personally, like I'm a Cody guy. I'm a Finn guy. Always have been. Always will be. So. Six fucking minutes, though. Six fucking minutes. I'm just not even interaction with somebody. Like, at least if you interact with that, somebody, that's, that's fine. That's the problem with his is it's just in, and he's not someone who, like, moves around. Like, he sits no, there. So you, he, he, you, you know what, you know what really he was missing? Gotta, yeah. He was, you know what he was missing? He had the spotlight. I was waiting for the Shakespearean outfit with the skull and talking soliloquy because in I couldn't book, fucking understand book? him. Yeah. Just too wrestled, too mania or not too mania. That should be the question because mania needs me, not me needs mania. You know, it's like enough. A fucking enough. Enough. I'm done. I'm done. I just, I know it's going to be great. Shut up, Adam, and let him wrestle. I know. But who the fuck is Adam? I'm done. You. You want to get hopeful? I feel like there's Hell a lot yeah. of bad taste here. Glorious! You're my only hope. Want me to go or you want to go? You can go. All right. So, Brock Lesnar has to defend the WWE Championship at MSG on a house show, but it will be televised in WrestleMania, apparently. It will be on TV in some shape or form. Obviously, the Lashley timeline doesn't really line up with this because that's what his advertised opponent is, but it seems like he's going to have to be replaced. What I think was probably going to happen might just be like Austin Theory. Because I think Seth's already fighting Roman that night. Um, so, you know, Austin Theory, they have a little bit of a uh, story here. Obviously, Styles is a plug-and-play guy. But I was getting some hopeful because it's like, you know, there's a certain someone that has to debut. Thinking, like, what's the coolest way to debut it? And, like, on a Raw, would be predictable. At WrestleMania, at WrestleMania, that's all predictable. How do you make this show really add meaning and do something cool? Cody motherfucking Rhodes takes Bobby Lashley's place. If Cody and Brock fought, it would have been a long time ago anyways. Cody's obviously a much different guy. But man, could you imagine Cody's first match back with WWE against Brock Lesnar? You know it would be even cooler in WrestleMania? Because I know they're doing the title for title at WrestleMania. You don't need to do that. Cody could fucking win. Cody could come back in his first match to WWE and win the title. And Vince could go, C-A-W stars, MJF, Wardlow. Come to daddy. Come to daddy. I'll put you over. I didn't want to put this guy over before, but I did now. Wait, 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 wait. When did Vince get a Long Island accent? <laughs> uh, they're, they're MSG, so, you know, oh, it's okay. down All the road. Right. Uh, no, but yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, we were kind of talking about this before. Uh, I would love to see Cody kind of have a build to that world title, but I think that would be a cool little thing if he just showed up and won the title for Brock, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. I would love to see the internet reaction, too. Um, but yeah, that's my hope. It's a pretty, pretty wacky one, but you know what? Co Cody is the big story right now. So, you know, we got to kind of think of a way of how's it going to happen. You know, I was going to go that route about who, who was going to be the, you know, the hopeful, my, like, this isn't really my hope, but I kind of feel like KO would be great, but I know that KO is on a different path right now. So it seems like he's on a different path. Yeah. yeah. So Seth Rollins would be really interesting <laughs> for me if he, that's some, what I want. That's Seth what Rollins for. is my hope in terms, that's not actually my hope, hope, but I mean, that would be my actual if I had to book it, because I feel like Seth Same. Rollins would be like the guy that if Roman helped him, then Roman could be like, man, you didn't beat me. I didn't beat you, but I like you could have more with that down the line. It makes perfect sense. This is where I upset JC. I can almost put my my thinking cap on knowing I'm going to upset you very much. 
So you open for another rerun and Nikki Rhea next week? No, no, no. This is where you this is where you may <laughs> shut off FaceTime in general. But oh boy. So there is a certain Hall of Famer that got announced. And no. we didn't talk about it. No. But here's my hope is that I believe it is in Texas. No. It is The Undertaker. I would like to see The Undertaker have one last match. I'm sorry, but it's true. Against somebody of, you know, certain... Here's the thing. He's going to have at least one more match. He's got to. He's The Undertaker. Even anything at all. Maybe beating up Theory. I don't care. But he needs to have a moment in front of the crowd as acknowledgement. I think that's important. He will when he gives a speech. No, but that's different. I mean, like, he doesn't... No, it's not. He doesn't... Imagine if it's like... Imagine if, like, Sami Zayn beats fucking, you know, jackass, and then, like, two minutes and the Undertaker comes out, does a couple moves, and it's over. Like, that doesn't... Oh, well, that's not a match. Well, it's a squash. Yeah, but it's not a match. But it's you can... Coming to I'm not match. saying... Give a, I'm not saying, like, a real match match. I'm saying give him a three-minute squash. Just let him do it. You know, I think that's important for him to kind of have his last hurrah in the big, big stand. That's all. I know you're upset with that. And the other thing I wanted to jump in on here, targeting-wise, JC, is... So he was announced for the Hall of Fame. Do you think he should be the only name in the Hall of Fame this year, based on everything he's done? I see, like, people doing that. I don't care, honestly. It's just one of those things, like, I mean, they usually put in, like, what, eight people? It doesn't seem like they're going to put in that many this year. But, like, Hall of Fame classes usually work where you have a big headliner and then you have, like, a like a couple subs. So it just, I don't know. I don't. That I don't really. I haven't put much thought into that, but I don't really care. If but they like, wanted to do it this year, then sure they could. They yeah. could have like a whole Undertaker. There you go. There's your acknowledgement. You don't fucking need a stupid match from this guy. This guy ended his career on a great match. Just end it that way. The fucking I just, boneyard. I just don't think that he's gonna sit there and not want to have that crowd participation. Oh, he can time. go to Saudi Arabia then and wrestle Goldberg. That's fine. I can fast forward because that worked real well last yeah, time. Yeah, but whatever. At least I can skip over it. Do it over there. Let him, let him, let him tombstone Elias or something. I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Like, just like who? Who? Yeah, exactly. Does that guy even exist anymore? I don't know. What is with your accent? You went to fucking like you went to like Providence, Rhode Island or something this weekend. You came back with an accent or something. What the fuck's <laughs> no, wrong with I... you? Sometimes when I talk to you, I come in and out of frustrations with accents. Yeah, but these none of these are your, where you're from. So it's not like you have a. There's I no don't talk where I'm from. Park the car in the Harvard yard. There you go. Jesus Christ. Okay, my comeback this week. I am giving my comeback to a man that has been in WWE, and he left, and he came back again. That's right, Logan Paul, folks. I am giving my comeback to Logan Paul because there is so much hate there, and all I could think about was The Miz is only going to get more from being with Logan Paul. Rey Mysterio, he's on the cover of the fucking video game. Logan fucking Paul is going to help that. And then, of course, there's Dom Mysterio. Who? Nobody fucking knows him. They're going to know him after this. They're going to know, they're gonna know him is. after this. And that, honestly, that is that is the biggest thing you can take away from this. As much as I shit on Dom Mysterio, obvious for reasons, but that kid is trying very hard right now. He's doing a lot. And I think Logan Paul is going to do wonders for Dom Mysterio. I think Dom's a young kid. He's going to speak to the same audience that Logan Paul is. And if Dom gets one over on Logan Paul at any point in these last five weeks, it's going to put him into that moment that he needs. Because that can get played over and over and over and over and over again. And he's the yeah, only the, one that needs it. This this made perfect sense. Obviously, pairing Miz with a celebrity always works. Um, but Miz don't need Logan Paul. Ray Mysterio don't need Logan Paul. But yeah, Dom Mysterio, this is huge. Because we know, obviously, 
Vince Vince is high on him as he should be. He's a young prospect. We know Dom's kind of. We've watched enough matches now. Be like, okay, he can go in the ring, but like his character isn't there yet. It's just right now he's Ray's son. He comes out. He, he doesn't wear the mask either. He has a different like body type than Ray. It's just like, how do we do this? Well, you got to get him more exposure, and this is the perfect way because it's fucking it's Logan Paul. Like you said, the ages the age range kind of lines up. It this. This makes a ton of sense. It is what it is. People are going to complain about it, but the, but it's you know what? It's going to do more for it than negative for sure. It's it's a huge positive. All eyeballs, baby. All eyeballs. Yep. That's why I'm giving my comeback to the man. Speaking of eyeballs, I don't know if you've gone on Twitter and got blinded by abs, but Finn Balor, he's back, baby. Teamed with Ciampa as Team Abs defeated the Dirty Dogs on Raw. Um. Once again, I like seeing Ciampa get to dab a little bit on Raw, but my comeback's all about Finn Balor. You know I'm a Finn guy. He's an absolute stud. Comes back. They get the win. Next week, he's getting a U.S. title shot against Damian Priest. That match is probably going to rule. But yeah, I'm I'm happy to have Finn back. Finn's my guy. I can watch him wrestle every week. I'm curious what he's going to do at Mania, but Finn Priest signed me up next week. And uh, yeah, him and Ciampa, I love that one. It's kind of like little uh, Team NXT versus the Dirty Dogs. I have two thoughts very quickly. My first thought is that Finn Balor will be in a triple threat for the United States Championship with Theory because there's two connective tissue with Theory Makes and a Finn. lot of sense. And then, of course, Theory can find a way to beat Theory. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I think it's an easy way to get Damian Priest off of that. Whether he wins or loses, doesn't matter. But like, you get the title off of him because he's had it seems like forever. He lives forever. He so. lives forever, which I don't understand. There's no there's no logic to that at all, but whatever. Getting back to my original argument here, uh, no matter how much they help NXT, I feel like they're still pissing on the leg a little bit. It's like, developmental. But I just, it's hard for me to watch and be like, I don't know, like they took away the specialness of the Champa entrance and it's just like another guy versus you go to NXT and it's like he's the guy. It's just Not hard. Anymore. No, I know, I know. But I meant like, He's am- he's amazing to them. Yeah, you can break it, but like, I don't know. Like, I I I feel like they do it on purpose sometimes, just to just to piss people off. Yeah, but I think at the same time, the whole reason they're doing this is to get more exposure to try to get people to watch NXT. So, but it's one of those things. It's like you can't have the mistakes they've made in the past. Is having the NXT guy come up and like dominate. Like, it's there's a reason. Like they've they've told us NXT is not level to Raw and SmackDown. It was for like that year period, like that little Survivor Series run, but it's not. So to have like even like your top NXT guy shouldn't come up and dominate. Dominate. He should struggle with Adolf Ziggler, who's a very good wrestler, who's an established main roster star, a multiple time champion of all the varieties. Like that's where like you should be sorry. You know what I mean? So it just that doesn't bother me as much. I do like. The one that the like last week just having him on commentary, not giving him the entrance, which is a cool part of him, like whatever. But I I still think it's good for that they're using Champ as kind of like the crossover guy. I think it's smart not to throw Braun in this situation too early, because obviously we know he's still very new to a lot of things and still trying to get his footing. But with Champ, it makes a lot of sense because you talk about connective tissue. It's a way to connect these because obviously Ziggler's shooting down at NXT. It's a good way to kind of put it here and just try to like bleed a couple viewers towards NXT. That's all. Well, I'll be interested to see if the ratings help honestly i really do because people make the, the, people make the argument about dolph ziggler being like oh that's so not gonna boost the ratings or anything but the ratings thing all this is so tough especially with a show like nxt because i think a lot of people like especially that show watch it on like like with the network or whatever gets posted the next day and that doesn't factor in but yeah it would be nice for them to get more of a live audience for it but i think it's just one of those things it's not a show people are accustomed to watching live unless if it's a bigger event so i don't think the ratings for it are ever going to be great unfortunately okay that's fine Big ol' finish? Go ahead, big ol' finish. 
let's start. We're talking about NXT. Champa and Ziggler taking on this week uh, each other. We have LA Knight taking on Grayson Waller. Can't wait for that one. And then on WrestleMania, Nikita Lyons making her debut. She makes me feel things. Yeah, she does. I would. Uh, that would be a good way to suffocate. Um, but yeah, then we Yikes. also they announced the brackets for the women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. I don't know if the matches begin this week or not, but we have the team of Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray taking on Lash Legend and Amari Miller. We have the team of Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley taking on Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. On the other side, we have uh, Indian Persia taking on Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai, which I am loving that combo. And then we have Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez taking on Yulisa Leon and Valentina Feroz. So we are all in agreement that it's Cora Jade and, and Raquel versus Io and uh, Kaylee Ray. That Kaylee would Ray. make a lot of sense. Right? Like, we that's that seems to be the lot. I will say the bracket buster, though, here is definitely, I don't know why, Wendy and Dakota. Yeah, 100%. Well, I want Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai to win. Yeah. Dakota Kai going back to back? Come on, baby. Let's do it. Like this. This, this has so much fun. To it, like that's what I want. It's obviously I think they'll win round one. I do think they'll yeah. beat Indian Persia because they're doing some weird things with Indian Persia with the whole uh, what's his name there, your boy, yeah, the Vink, uh, yeah, poker Duke, boy, Duke. Notice yeah, how we dropped. Don't notice how we dropped the gimmick already, though. Thanks, fucking God. <laughs> this is the worst gimmick. No, there's way uh, worse. There people, people were fucking hockey players and trash bag men. He's okay. No, he's all right. No, he's all right. He's the Vink. Just make him the Vink. He's fine. No, it's, I understood why they changed his name. The Vink kind of made him sound like a dink. I, that's how you get heat, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's fine. But yeah, no, I uh, I, I think uh, we agree uh, with the finals. But yeah, when, give me Wendy and Dakota all the way, baby. My team, Wendy and Dakota. That's what I want. That's why I love NXT. Uh, so you didn't. You kind of skipped the other two matches. I mean, do, are you excited for the other two? I'm excited for Grayson Waller and LA Knight. They've been building this, and you know me. I love Grayson Waller. LA Knight's uh, fucking megastar babyface right now. I'm enjoying everything about him. Champ and Ziggler's probably going to be a hell of a main event. I'm assuming that'll main event. So I'm definitely excited for them in the rain. I just, you know, Wendy Chu is like my favorite thing in the world. Like that gimmick is fucking the best. I don't know. I just don't know how much legs it has once it gets somewhere else, but. Doesn't matter. Right now, like, it's, like it's a stepping stone, stepping yeah. stone for her because they tried her in that other gimmick. It did not get over. Throw her in this, get her over. When she just becomes like Wendy Chu without this gimmick, people are going to like her. Yeah. This is what you do. It's the same thing. It's like gimmicks aren't forever, man. So that's why like the crazier it is off the bat that makes you see these people and get exposed to them, the better. Because then you start to care about the person. So when they just become themselves, boom, that's how you build a star. Simple. Okay. That's fair. What's else? Yeah. We, got the a we haven't talked to AEW. AEW. Well, WrestleMania. I know you love these type of things. So we're getting a triple threat at Revolution. So we're not, we're not going to have one, but two tag team battle royales to determine the winners. One will be this week. Um, a lot of people are thinking that the Bucks will win one and Red Dragon will win the other. Here's my hot take, Nestlemania. Neither of them are going to be in this match because they're going to be fighting each other at Revolution. The two teams that I think are going to win the battle royals are uh, Santana and Ortiz. And fuck, who did I have as the other FTR? team? FTR? No. They're going to screw FTR. They always do. Uh, wow, it's going to... Okay. Fuck, who's the other... I'm blanking, but who do you think's going to win? It'll come to me. I mean, I, I would imagine it's... The Bucks haven't done anything, and Red Dragon haven't done anything, so I feel like now would be the time to do something, so I'm going to pick both of those. But I will say this much. <laughs> Red Dragon will probably win the first one so that the Bucks have to have like some air of desperation. You know what I mean? Like That's what I would think would happen here, but again... 
I could be completely wrong. But there, I mean, like, it ain't going to be 2.0. It ain't going to be Dark Order. It might be Private Party, you know, or Best Friend. That'd be nice. But Get I doubt it. I doubt it highly, you know, so. House of Black, maybe? Are they in the match? They're not in this facing, Battle Royal. They're not in this Battle they're Royal. They're facing Penta and Pac this week, so maybe they get in it after. Once but. again, can I just state for the record, why do we have Battle Royals if we can just have stats, folks? Stats for the tag titles. It's all I'm WrestleMania, why not have both and just muck it up? Because you know what? Good God. I don't know. I, I love how much the rankings trigger you. It's they, are, they are they are ridiculous. They're, they're but I think that's atrocious. part of the reason why I enjoy them. Atrocious, atrocious yeah. is what they are. Also on Dynamite, we have Jade Cargill taking on the Bunny. Uh, thanks for coming, Bunny. You're gonna get jaded. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say there. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else booked for that. But on Rampage, we have a TNT title match between Sammy and Andrade. I kind of want Andrade to win, but I don't. I think, do too. I, I don't think he looked great with both belts, so I was like, yeah, "Hey, let's did. do it. Let's do it, man." By the way, can we just drop one of the belts? Yeah, <laughs> get it. I know you don't need two belts yeah. anymore. Well, the other thing too was like, so we didn't really talk about the Darby Allen losing kind of effort, but that was a great match. I thought that was like, that's fun. That's just fun written all over it. Um, but then also, I wanted to say like, I really enjoyed CM Punk's promo with you know getting the dog collar. I'll be curious to see what happens here. How forward. do you feel about a dog collar match? It's hard. I mean, but the 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 problem I've had with it over the years is like, well, what is it? Is it your stomp? Like you're hitting all four corners to win the matchup? Are you well, beating we the had, guy? We had the Cody Brody match, which was the dog collar, which I was not enthusiastic for, and it was, if I remember correctly, it was pretty but, violent. But he murdered him. He like he yeah, a lot of people him. liked it. He literally yeah. killed him. So I think that's why it worked. But I think I don't think this one's gonna be like that. I feel like this is gonna be more of like MGF trying to square you. Punk's gonna win this match. Yeah, I think for sure. But I don't know. I just like these guys had such a fucking classic before. Like, obviously, the second one's going to be a letdown. So I agree putting a gimmick on it to mix it up. But I don't know. Dog collar matches have never really got my juices flowing. I mean, I think what they're really just selling here is there's blood. Like, I think that's what they're headed towards. And we know that there's well, they want be a third CM one. Punk to get his revenge on MJF and beat him up without yeah. damaging MJF's clean winning. Yeah, abilities. exactly. And again, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets as far as, you know, you know, Wardlow costing him or so, you know, like anything could happen here. And it's just like, okay, you could, you could spin it anyway. Cause they've going to, they've gone out of their way, excuse me, to make sure that every loss that MJF has a technicality to it. Every single oh, one. That's, what I mean. so, that's why with a dog collar, it's like, it works, but I will say this not so many because a JC hope came true. Powerhouse Hobbs in the face of the revolution ladder match. We got thick boys in it, baby. We got powerhouse Hobbs, Keith Lee and Wardlow. Oh, the big boys. We got big meaty men slapping meat, baby. They're what gonna other have big to... boys can we throw in? Who else can go in? Come I, don't, on, I, don't, I don't know. There's a lot of them, though. But, like, all I can think give about... Give me all the big boys. They're going to have, like, the big show uh, ladder. You know, like that giant golden ladder he yeah, had in the give bank? give me all the big boys. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. I want it. I want Wardlow to win. slapping me. I want Wardlow to win, but I just... I don't know what's going to end up happening, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's, is it for a TNT title, right? Yeah, so here's the other thing, too. Like, to me, that kind of makes it feel like... Eh. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Like, you're going out of your There's way. So, that's the problem is, like, that's so many. There are so many people in AEW we can look at and be like, they should get a shot at Hayman or Cole next that it's like, I don't, I think do having them with a ladder match doesn't do anything for anyone. It's just like, whatever. I think this gives a little more meaning to the TNT title. Like, as you can make fun of the Keith Lee promo all you want, you kind of promo about the TNT title, though. So it just, it gives the mid-card title a little more meaning. Make people want it, you know? How excited are you for Adam Cole and your boy, Adam Page? The wrong Adam. I, I mean, I think that match is probably going to be fucking awesome. My question to you, actually, this is what I was thinking. Is that going to main event the next pay-per-view? I would think so. 
I, I mean, if they don't, so they, they, I mean, if they do, they're doing it in service once again. That's what I mean. But I was just like looking at what the card could become and all the names on it. Like, I mean, obviously Brian Moxley, that probably would kick off the show, assuming that that's what's going to happen. But Punk MJF, like a lot of these other matches, they like, it's not that they feel, they, I guess they do. They kind of feel bigger, even though Hangman and Cole are two of my favorites. I don't know. It just, it doesn't. I guess they haven't done enough there yet for No, me. they they haven't and they probably won't cuz it's like what, 2 3 weeks away. Well, Khan knows that people just have wrestle boners for it. So right. he's like, I don't even got to try. Well, it's funny be- here here's 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 the thing that I think is hilarious which I haven't made a joke of yet. If you remember Full Gear, the original Full Gear, they made fun of the fact that Hangman didn't look good in Full Gear and people are making fun of Adam Cole and his uh, physique later. There has to be a joke in there somewhere. For something in this feud, because I think it would be hysterical, just hysterical, because it it they just do that all the time to troll the internet anyway. So it'd be funny, I think, but they'll probably ignore it because they think that it would be bad for Adam Cole. But. Yeah. Uh, last thing, since we're on like a kind of like the Bullet Club thing here, thoughts on Jay White? First time I saw him wrestle, ever. I think so. I have a preconceived notion of him, so that's not fair to assess. Okay. But I I think he's great, but I don't. I don't put him in the same com- like conversation, I guess, as like the other people. So I, I feel like he's a great. I hate to say it. He's like a great mid card, upper card, like top of like the mid card kind of thing for me. If I was okay. booking something, I think over time, sure, he could get there. But I'm just not interested in like the night the knife pervert looking thing that he does. Like I just, I, it doesn't do anything for me. I was so like obviously I didn't, I knew who he was. I've heard about him. I've read about him. I've heard how he has all these great matches in New Japan. Blah blah. I hear this shit all the time um, about all those guys. But uh, I was impressed with him in the ring. I'm like, okay, this guy's yeah, he's a good wrestler. But to me, it was immediately like he's not on the star level. These other guys like people being like, I can't believe people thought Keith Lee was a bigger deal. And it's like, well, I've seen Keith Lee like on big stages be interesting. Jay White, like, yeah, I know he can wrestle, but what else is, like, what the fuck's his character? And, like, he doesn't have, like, an impressive, like, overcoming look, you know what I mean? So those guys always have to work harder, but it's always tough for these guys, like, when they come over and everyone's like, they're the greatest thing ever, and then you see him, you're like, that's what he looks like? So um, I think they need to do a little more work with him, but uh, in between the ropes, like, bell to bell, I thought he was very impressive. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny when people are like, oh, best finish in the world, and like, oh, Sister Abigail's the best finish in the world? Because that's what he has, you know, it's like... It's the same thing with Damian Priest. There's no way they're gonna have Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest on the same show at the same fucking finish. Like Cody's I hope going they to SmackDown. Match at Mania now, just because you said it. You know what I mean? Like he's going to SmackDown. He's if he is at all. Like I just I see that I happening. I, I I think he makes more sense on Raw. Oh no, I agree, but I just feel like they're not moving Priest right now. So I mean, it'd be odd to me. But well, he lives forever. He could live forever in a trade. I don't know. Trade okay. forever. Whatever. Anyway, we've talked a lot about everything. We should probably wrap this show up. So, anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Okay, you've done a great job of aggravating me today, so good job. I mean, when you get when you have a bad take, you know, I gotta pull. Yeah, duck hunt. <laughs> All right. On that note, thank you for listening to the Jobberknocker podcast. We will be back next week with more Jobberknockery. Toxic. Stop it. Stop it.